Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah. Anthropology. anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Hey everyone, welcome back. Welcome back to Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse. Airhorns. <laughs> I'm Erin. I'm Nina. And we're celebrating our paniversary. Our paniversary. Feels weird to say that. Mm-hmm. I actually wish that it wasn't happening. But it is. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, this is just our first anniversary, you know? It's like... <laughs> oh my God. How Don't many more years? Plant that seed in our brains. Oh my God, Erin. <laughs> <laughs> I had never thought about that. <laughs> Damn. Well, it's better than opening tomorrow. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's our it's our Panny Rammy versary. <laughs> <laughs> our Panera Bread. <laughs> we should think of as many terms for Panniversary as possible. I just um whenever a word I see words ever, I just go wanny panny wanny. <laughs> oh not mammy. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, we're doing something different for this episode. We don't have anyone. It's just us. <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> just the two of us. Nina and I. Our first episode was just us, but mm-hmm. we kind of wanted to bring it back to that. Wanted mm-hmm, to just mm-hmm. chat about this year. Right. Ugh. And like, every, like a lot of things about anthropology, again, <laughs> mm-hmm. the apocalypse <laughs> once more. <laughs> <laughs> and how we've been doing. I don't know if folk actually know things about us. Like, seriously. (laughs) We don't talk about ourselves that much, if we're Mm -hmm. being honest. Which, I do you think that we're, like, do you feel like you talk about yourself a lot? Because sometimes I feel like I, like, never get into details, but I'm still somehow talking about my own life. Like, people, like, would be like, yeah, she does school. But they don't know, like, what I'm doing in school or, like, what my jobs are. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of our conversations that we've had on the pod, too, are, like, because we're interested in hearing what the other people are doing and then just sort of relating, but not... Like, we're friends, guys. Chatting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've been friends for a long time. (laughs) And every time we have an episode, we are like, so how are you? What's going on? How are your plans? But we never include it. (laughs) Right. Right. And and so we're going to... We have quizzes lined up. We have questions. We are unfortunately reflecting. Oh, (laughs) A little bit of grappling, if you will. <laughs> yes, especially grappling. <laughs> we we just have, yeah, lots of stuff. And so I also, I was listening to our last episode, and, and I actually don't know if people know our pronouns. I don't know if we've said that. Have we said that? I don't think we have shared them on the pod. <laughs> yeah, like, goddamn. And we, yeah. So we ask every guest their pronouns before. We just don't include it in the episode just as an fyi right we just refer with the appropriate pronouns yeah right but my pronouns this is nina nina it's (laughs) her she her and hers (laughs) my pronouns are also she her and hers a little dancey dance yes (laughs) i'm still grappling um (laughs) what to do with our um our usernames i'm like it's 2021 and now we're three months in <laughs> our our Instagram is anthro 2020 <laughs> in the shower i was like do i change it is that changing our identity are people going to confuse and like if this podcast lasts god knows how long do we change it every year is that like good for us <laughs> <laughs> what do we want what do right. the people want what do the people want how long will the apocalypse last oh my god long i remember there was at one point i was like well this might like we might not even do this podcast that long because the apocalypse will be over and look at us now <laughs> <How naive. laughs> i think it was in the summer i was like wow we're through it <laughs> all of the rates were lower because it's the freaking summer well now we're here to remind everyone that it's still the apocalypse mm-hmm. it's continuing and so are we mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So the little pock pock. <laughs> yeah. I also listen to um um. Do you listen to t- t- Two Dope Queens, the podcast? No. 
Okay, Dope Queen Phoebe <laughs> Phoebe Robinson. Um, she shortens everything like and makes it into like a f- cute phrase. So does Tom Haverford in Parks and Rec, which right. I feel like I am doing once again because I'm rewatching Parks and Rec. And also my sister does it, so there's gonna be a lot of pock pock, panty pan up in here. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I'm glad that there are other pods out here doing the same. Yeah. <laughs> As we- Anywho, one of the questions I had, yes, what do we want the audience to know about us? So true. I do. I want the audience to know that on our like our graphic for our podcast, Aaron's hair. Well, Aaron is the one on the far right, and I'm the one in the middle. If in case you hadn't wondered, the one with the afro is me. The bottom, <laughs> yes. The one with the pink hair is Aaron, and her hair is pink. <laughs> it is. It is. It's yeah. yes. Despite me never posting pictures of myself online. Actually, same. I really, <laughs> I literally posted on my like shop account, and I felt like I was doing a face reveal because I never post my face. And in the panorama in general, I just have not been taking selfies, pictures of anything. I do pictures of my cat and my cat only. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I also, I think I'm going to, with this episode, hopefully we'll do a, um, a face reveal and or uh, like get to know us on the, our Twitter because, right. again, we just have like silhouettes. Yeah. <laughs> Which our, our graphic is adorable. It is so, I in my opinion, as <laughs> the one who created it, <laughs> I think it is so like cute for anthropology, the little evolution of of human. <laughs> of, uh, I yes. just I thought I it was one of the proudest days of my life when I made it because I don't do graphic anything and then I was like wow well I was gonna say I'm so glad that you made our graphic and everyone <laughs> should know that you are the creator thank you thank you anyone can hire me JK I am still in school <laughs> hey they can <laughs> hire you for the future yeah, for the future for sure at least what do you think? What do you want people to know about you, Nina? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. Uh, what can be said, actually? Can be said? I really don't talk about myself a lot. Wait, okay, what? No, 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 no. What do you think that people should know about me and what do, I'll do the same for you? Mm, okay. I feel like that's better. Um things that I think people should know about you. I think you are so funny. You're so funny to be around, whether it's an unfortunate party situation. (laughs) (laughs) Or (laughs) if it's like when we would, when I would see you in person at the Women's Center, (laughs) you're just so fun to be around. You also have um, a wonderful taste in music, which can also be seen from items you make on your shop. Thanks. <laughs> oh my god, you're so okay. You are an artist, and I love the things you make. You, and it's like everything from like doodles, not just stuff you sell. I mean, like doodles to cute stuff to oh my gosh, I was looking at pictures and your graduation cap, which is behind me. It's on the wall. I fucking love my cap. <laughs> I, well, I don't know what to do for my master's graduation. For context, my graduation cap is... Um, <laughs> so <laughs> it's my Twitter icon, which... Is it Lisa? Yeah, it's Lisa yeah. Simpson. I don't watch The Simpsons, actually. So I, but there's... So there's um an episode of The Simpsons, I don't know, where she tries on different hairstyles. And in one of them, she has like... <laughs> like box braid-esque like cornrows and she looks really uncomfortable and it's been my picture for literally like four years seriously and every time I'm like should I change it I go no so I painted it on my cap and in the picture she has her own cap (laughs) like me being like are y'all seriously gonna give me a degree (laughs) so yeah (laughs) no clue what to do for my grad cap this year actually (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm sure it'll be just as good damn oh and you're a wonderful writer in all forms because oh um, i just watched your live with um belinda and you read one of your pieces which i've heard you read a bunch but it's just like dear sarah and that was 
chills every time. Oh, you're being so nice to me. Like, Two, also us writing papers together, which is yeah. like both a nightmare and a godsend when I do it with you because we just pump words out. Let us talk about the way that you can beautifully <laughs> craft a 10-page paper. One, you will not do the 10 pages. You will always do a hard like seven and a half. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you'll get an extension and you'll still push the extension and you'll hand it in and you'll be like, you will take what I've given and that will be it. And I've always like loved that about you because you don't take any shit. And you're just like, hey, professor, this is what I have done. <laughs> take it goodbye <laughs> and then you go you go au revoir <laughs> it's summertime bye bye <laughs> like i wrote it in three hours <laughs> exactly and it's, it is just chef's kiss <laughs> well, also i would say that you have very very exquisite fashion taste and i always love your sweaters are so cute there's in the middle of of grandma and mm -hmm. Aunt, <laughs> you know, like I can't. I was gonna say like cousin, but they're not cousin. I feel like you have the cutest little like. like when I think of you, I think of little things with cute faces. <laughs> oh my god, the best thing little ever. like stickers and just like sweaters. And I always, whenever we and I, the class with Ginger, the like, what was the one where we had to go to the to the jail? That was um cultural analysis, right? Oh, I don't it know. It was like the big class that we had to do. Like a it was the class with all of all of the anthro majors, and you would always just come in, or maybe I. It was me. I we one of us would always come in late. <laughs> Off, and I would put. I would usually put my backpack in your chair. And you would keep your chair. <laughs> come in. I'd be like, "What did she have on today?" <laughs> your cute little like your docs and cute like pants number. I'd be like, "Wow." She knows what she's doing. Cute looks. And also, I feel like you're one of those people who, and I think I said this in the first episode, you're silent, and but you know there's something happening <laughs> in there. And then every so often, you will say something, and you you say it so delicately, you'd be like, um. <laughs> and you, then you'd like rail people with that. And then you're like, wow. I've been sitting in there for a long time. <laughs> That is one thing that I also love about you. Also funny and hard. for some reason in class, like whenever I thought of something to say, my hands would start to sweat, and I'd be like, I haven't even raised my hand. <laughs> I would get so nervous. <laughs> but it has to be said. It has to be said. We collectively just would would be so mad in so many classes. <laughs> yeah, people say some stupid stuff. People say some stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> still be doing that but anyways that was good that was cute that was really sweet warming oh little little waggy waggy also I grew up, oh my god i know i don't think i ever told you this when you posted your spotify like rewind or wrapped of mm -hmm. 20 i was like yeah. damn you listen to so many jamila woods i was like holy shit <laughs> i was in the top 0 0.01 of her listeners and I, I listened to her while I was writing my thesis and while I was like writing oh, things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it was a lot of time and I love her so much. Why where why don't I how come where's your thesis? Ooh. Oh. Oh. I recently told someone like an old professor that I was gonna send it to them and then I started I re was gonna reread it and then I started editing it and now I never know when I'll stop editing it. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Anyway, in my opinion, I do believe that you should publish your thesis. Oh my gosh. One of the things is like, what is our research focuses? And my WGS one was an autoethnography mm. about like my own experience with like chronic invisible illness. So trying to, in the panty, like self-reflect about like, <laughs> like my health during a global pandemic was like, I was like, why did I do this? I could have chosen any other thing. Um, so that was a little bit of a nightmare, right? but also kind of fun. <laughs> it's like uh, you can't do anything but think about yourself, but also doing that is so hard and much, so much labor. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to talk more about like what your research like throughout undergrad was, throughout schools? Yeah, I think that my focus on like the autoethnography like came from my interest in disability justice. Mm -hmm. And then what I frame, because as you know, our anthro 
thesis was not really a thesis. So oh, we didn't do anything. We didn't, we didn't. We just had to read a paper. But for that, I say that my research focus was neoliberal white complacency and its right. impact on mass on mass incarceration. Mm -hmm. But I think that that has also like my interest in just like neoliberal white complacency is so huge, mm -hmm. uh, especially with like this past year and all of this like very performative mm -hmm. stuff that we've seen. And so I think my, even though I'm not in school or doing any research, my like... I think you're doing research, RN, right? <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, just what I am very committed to changing my community, which is white women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just really interested in um, altering the white complacency that is so prevalent and though i don't think white people should ever be paid for anti-racist work i'm still gonna right. do anti-racist work you can still do it and you can still not pay to do like this yes is like, i just had a conversation about robin d'angelo and i'm having so many mixed feelings about that lady Whoo! i don't have a good feeling about her i have a bad feeling about it <laughs> yeah so that's what i mean it's like i don't ever like i don't yeah, yeah. white people should not be profiting <laughs> from anti-racist work we should just be doing anti-racist work that that would just be like you know known and it is not <laughs> lots of folks are like but what about me <laughs> and i'm like not even you literally, literally it's not about you that's the yeah. fun part oh god messy so tell me about your research focuses i don't uh yeah <laughs> or we've you've talked about it <laughs> I really have had like a billion research focuses. When I was a mm -hmm. freshman, I was really interested in colorism and like in dating culture, which actually was pretty interesting. But the like, the fact is, it, there's lots of colorism in dating culture. So I moved on. From <laughs> you like you found the, the yeah, unfortunate conclusion. That, that is what it is. And then I did a lot of. I think everything from there on until like I was like a junior slash senior was about gender in some way, women and the field of anthropology, queer women in the world, just lots of shit like that. And now it's just, it's just all about anti-racist feminism, really. I'm reading a really amazing book. I'm reading um, Black Feminist Anthropology, which was never referenced, not once in our studies, which is bullshit. I'm like really actually pissed off. I'm reading that and fictions of feminist ethnography. And I'm like, I never heard a professor mention these names and I've never heard of these people. And yeah, it's just, it's infuriating thinking about theory, the theory class we took and all these dumbass white men that we've talked about ad nauseum. Like that we could have summarized. Summarized so easily. And yet we spent um, units on them <laughs> long. And like found like, and could have just like also like given opt out options to like not have to read we an opt shit. out. We were forced and got bad grades when we critiqued, which is so fucked up. If we think about it now, I remember Aliyah got, or no, no, it was me. It was me. I was like, talking about this one and I don't I never remember who because their names are not important um yes. there was a one guy who's super duper racist and comparing skulls I think I've even mentioned it before and in my paper analyzing his like theory and I use quotes because it was bs I was like this is really messed up <laughs> I was like this is bad and I got points docked St I'm just I'm still a bit mad at it <laughs> actually yeah, <laughs> like, how dare you? But <laughs> yeah, giving the weight to like right. his theory, and it's like, how dare you be mad? Doc me points as a black student, fucking reading this racist bullshit as a white man. <laughs> like the audacity, mm -hmm. ooh, that man. He mm -hmm. who shall not be named. <laughs> Anywho, bummer. Yeah, bummer. And even I, I, it's upsetting that even in some of our more progressive classes that we could have been learning about black feminist anthropology. Like, I, have I, don't know. I have a question because I think in my, so I've been reading a lot about Zora Neale, Zora Neale Hurston and how she's so influential to the field of anthropology. I realized that I don't think I ever heard one of our anthropology professors even say her name. 
once. Mm -mm. And do you agree? Like, do you have the same experience? Because we haven't always taken the same classes together. No one has ever mentioned her name. Right. No one has ever said her name. And I just, it's insane. It's insane. And my, now I want to write a book (laughs) about anthropology. And I, yeah, I'm just so, I'm infuriated. And I'm really struggling with actually my thesis right now because so many of the women, predominantly Black women and Indigenous women that I'm reading right now who are critiquing anthropology, it's exactly what I want to do in my thesis. But I'm like, they aren't even referred to. Their shit has been swept under the rug. So my thesis, I know that is the same future for my thesis. And so it's hard being like, I love this work. I want to do it. I'm putting so much time into it and I know that is still gonna there's not gonna be a lot of folks in the field who are gonna hold it up or think it's important so sad <laughs> still gonna do it though <laughs> I know and I'm like but the, if it's, we'll get some of them we'll get yeah. some of them and then we'll get people who are going into anthropology because they read Nina's work yeah. That's really, that's really optimistic and nice. <laughs> it's anthropology is very bleak. It is. We're the light in it, though. We need you. We need what you're right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> Once again, another point that I realize has been thoroughly missed in our episodes is that we're activists <laughs> and organizers <laughs> and have been for a very long time and are very. Pa- I. It is. It is definitely like. You can tell that we are passionate when we are critical. What you can't infer is that we are out here in these streets. <laughs> well, metaphorically in these streets because health as well and bodies, you know? So we're not always physically in these streets. We're out here. <laughs> yeah. And yes, that's been a commitment for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely has. I don't know. I've been thinking about my own activism from the beginning of school to now. And it has definitely wavered, but I think it's a lot about our school and the environment that we were given and Mm -hmm. the fatigue of what we had to deal with, you know, fuckery. (laughs) I don't, I think it's, there's like some headassery about being like, like the actual, like, I'm an activist, I'm an organizer. I don't like, like, I feel like that changes, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not always an activist. You're sometimes, you're just active. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to go to the panty segments? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nina, what happened and where were you <laughs> when you first <laughs> learned that we were going into lockdown? Dude, I don't know if your story is messed up, but mine is kind of really sad. <laughs> like, actually, I oh, was, no. um, so, yeah, right before lockdown, two Two months, literally, before lockdown, I was in India. Um, there was already cases when we were in India. We got back to the States. Massless. <laughs> yeah, very, very much massless. And then we had literally two months to be to go do-do-do-do-do, hang out, chill. And so the cases started popping off right at the end of our quarter. And I was supposed to go to Paris <laughs> I'm so I was still sad about it. <laughs> I was supposed to go to Paris oh, break last year, fully paid for by the school. <laughs> That's my crying voice. And we had like a emergency meeting with um our like the folks who were taking us. And they were like, given the situation with coronavirus, we cannot ethically send you all across the world. And they like showed a huge map with all the cases because they were like very much in I think it was Italy really bad Europe in general it was pretty bad um and so our trip got canceled and they were like but you can go next year which is not true (laughs) (laughs) they canceled the trip but that was even before there was a lot of cases in the states and there was nothing we weren't in lockdown or anything so we were all sad and depressed and then we were still going to classes and then while we were in classes, we got a message from the school saying that all freshmen, or not freshmen, all students living on campus had to leave within a week and a half. All classes were going to be moved online. All offices would be closed. I remember I we left our classes and we were like, whoa, wait, what? And a bunch of my friends who I studied abroad with actually did live on campus. So they were like, oh my God, I'm going to have to move home. I don't have anywhere to live. I got to put everything in a storage unit. Uh-huh. And then I, I walked into my job at the Women's Center, which I've been at for three years. I've been in our center literally like 
doing homework and working there <laughs> every day. I just looked at my friend, you know, still maskless, raw dog in it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, yeah. And I don't think we really realized what that meant, but I took the train home that day, which seems crazy to me because I haven't taken the train now in a year. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. And I was in my house and I didn't leave it. And I still haven't. <laughs> and moving was really hard in the pandemic. And I actually, I, so I lived with my like roommates, my friends from school. And then in the middle of the panorama, I moved in with my partner, which has been really great. It's also been a fucked up journey. Like living with a, just beginning to live with a partner in a pandemic is not ideal, y'all. <laughs> you guessed it. Not. It's a choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a choice. <laughs> also, so I had a car, I've had a car for a quite a while. No, that's not true. I got it when I was a junior. I got my first car. It was a beat up little baby. And so <laughs> that made my experience actually with the lockdown not as bad as a lot of my friends because I could mm. still drive, like I could drive to get groceries instead of taking the train and I could drive to like see my like mom if I needed to. Keep that in mind. Tell us your story. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that like us being in the States, it's like so weird how it's like COVID-19, but it wasn't until like March. So yeah. again, we were maskless. We were like seriously like functioning. Own places. Right. It was, it's really wild to think about. I'm glad I, I went out a couple of times. I like had a few drink nights out, but messy. Yeah. So, okay. But I had quit my serving job pre like in sort of December and then um, was working as nannying for a couple right. different families. I was picking these girls up after school every day and I was working at the DePaul ticket office. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember. And I was with the girls at like the library mm -hmm. after school and I got the email that like we weren't going back to class and I was like with them and then their dad showed up and was like, so goodbye forever. <laughs> Because, oh, like, Chicago public schools had just, like, shut down, too. So they were like, well, we don't need you to pick them up. And I was like, so true. Um, and I, like, hugged the girls, and they were, like, so sad. And they're like, oh my God. we'll never see you again. Oh I was like, God. <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And then at the time, I was living in a three-bedroom apartment with three to four other people. Oh, yeah. And with two cats. So there was like four to five people in this house and it was the most, mm -mm. it was the worst time to be in quarantine, to be. That's a lot of people. Writing papers. Yeah. Some roommate strife. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but that, yeah, that was, it was, it was messy. And then I also moved in the pandemic yeah. in with a partner, which, you know, better than the last situation, right. but it's. Also, yeah, learning curve. <laughs> it definitely is. It's truly, it's just reliving that <laughs> that time of that feeling of when you realize like, oh shit, something's happening. That was really crazy. Mm -hmm. I haven't thought about it in a while. I really was like freaking out. And I was, I almost cried actually when my, all of my little like freshman, sophomore little friends were like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh my god, because <laughs> I've had an apart. I've had an apartment for so long. Mm -hmm. Them be like, yeah, I have to go move in with my parents again, and I never knew thought that this was gonna happen. I was just like, that's rough. And mm -hmm. I am just so my set of circumstances, and it's not even really. I don't know. I hesitate to say privilege. It's really about circumstances and luck that I live in the same mm -hmm. places as my my family right now. Um, because that's about to change when I go to grad school mm -hmm. yeah just thinking about how folks had to go like travel really far to get home too mm -hmm. it was a messy time yeah and then people thinking like I'm gonna be here for a month and right then it's like and then our friend our friend moved who lives in the same building with you her roommate's boyfriend was stuck here because he couldn't go back to Ireland it's just a lot yeah, really just getting stuck in some situation. Yeah, I'm really, I'm just, I guess not even happy. There's just a great chance that we would, might, could have been stuck in India if there was a, just a little bit of a different time range. Mm -hmm. We were there. Yeah. Think about the fact that there was cases happening while we were there is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> and then, and then it was weird because even like, even now, I would say that the CDC gives us no information. 
<laughs> like it's like not everyone wearing masks even when we know or like being like I don't want to wear it when I'm just walking around outside yeah. and it's like yeah. and just like also the the panic in the grocery stores I'm remembering there was no toilet paper there was no so weird wipes Clorox wipes were so long you couldn't even order them online it, that was a really apocalyptic yeah yeah and just so very like u.s mm-hmm. it feels like Individualism at its mm-hmm. right and then and then it's it's not like the government has even given us masks now like why are we not just getting yeah. free masks and so forever right and i remember when it was hadn't been mandated yet and i had to go to the grocery store and i wasn't wearing a mask and i saw like random with theirs on that was thinking about that panic (laughs) walking through a grocery store without a mask i wear like two now yes i wear two and a face shield exactly i look back and like see how like my bad like the bad quality masks i was wearing and i'm like even that feels wrong oof wow i feel like i've lived 17 lives Mm-hmm. this process and then going from like in person obviously to online school was crazy because we were literally experiencing some trauma while having to be in classes i was mm-hmm. being so confused sitting like mm-hmm. in my chair in my bedroom being in class and I'm like, hello <laughs> hi doctor <laughs> blah, blah, blah. this is what i learned <laughs> yeah it was weird so and rough it still is so would you say, when did you realize that it was, like, super real, that it was scary? Hmm. Oh, okay. So it was, like, a month in, and mm-hmm. I got home from my partner's house. I went to my back to my apartment, and I walked to our Walgreens and bought bleach, <laughs> and I bleached our whole apartment. <laughs> And I, mm-hmm. I was panicking. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I was like, what if we have it now? What if it's in our place? And I texted all of my roommates and I was like, your partners can't come over unless they do this, this, and this. We won't have people over anymore. This is the minimum. Like you have to mm-hmm. take all of your clothes off and put them in a quarantine pile. <laughs> and just like, it, I had a week of just like deep, deep anxiety. And bleach was my best friend. <laughs> but yeah. Well, when did you realize? What was your oh shit moment? I honestly, I guess maybe when I was like in my roommate hell, because like there were so many of us. Yeah. And then like we, it's that like being like, okay, but who are you seeing? And like, yeah. please stop like seeing your friend and who's your friend seeing? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And just like being afraid of that. Mm-hmm. I, it, I had, roommate hell it was just yeah I, your situation was <laughs> i was at my little wits end <laughs> I, was always, I think i was always worried about you always checking it and be like it was always something different like we moved in with one roommate and then like with one person who they like very bad situation and like left and then the person that filled that room like he was inconsiderate and like we were all like writing papers yeah. being students and he was not which was like totally fine but like he would play shooting video games while I was writing a paper and like I have videos of me just like trying to write and he's like my god guns and it's so loud like why it's just a gun why do you have to have it consider it so loud so inconsiderate so I guess yeah just like that anxiety with like being around them all and also being like afraid of them having COVID (laughs) or me having COVID like all of it like just not even knowing. I've lived with two public health majors and so they were surprisingly like calm because they knew everything and I didn't and I remember (laughs) if Kim I don't even know if Kim listens to this but I was like I don't know what soap to get I was like what soap would work against a virus and I was like <laughs> I was like how does antibacterial soap work against a virus because a virus is bacteria and Kim very calmly had to be like actually this is how soap works to break down germs and viruses and so whatever soap you get is okay and I was like okay I was like okay guys actually really really like helpful I was yeah little anthro I don't you can't culturally anthropologically analyzed no you can but I was there was nothing working in my brain <laughs> no it's harder when you're in it and now that information like there's more information or I feel yeah. like we have a more of a grip on it but like we had nothing yeah. like we had nothing and 
nothing was clear and even true yes now i don't think it's like that clear or effective so it's really not god bless my roommates actually i was mad at them at the time and i'm like shout out to kim and dana for holding it down because they really um (laughs) they knew the facts and i did not oh it's bad it's bad so would you say your bleach was your first meltdown, like your yeah. first? And then I think I had another meltdown um, <laughs> recently. <laughs> I had a few in the summer when I thought I had COVID, but I have anxiety, which gives me heart palpitations, <laughs> which makes me have shortness of breath. And I had to realize that I was just freaking myself out, <laughs> like in the summertime. And then recently when I've started dreaming that I don't have a mask on and they feel really real. And so I wake up in a COVID panic again. Cycles of fear. (laughs) What what have been some of your like terror moments? Have you had any more? I would definitely agree of the constant rotation. I was only exposed once, which was the one time I worked in person Mm -hmm. during the panty. Oh, during the panty that I knew about. (laughs) Your old boss, right? Yeah. Or yeah, I like nannied for these two kids for like a couple weeks. And the mother ended up having COVID. But I didn't get it from her. Um, I got tested and stuff. That was very scary. Yeah. But it did work out where it's like, I was I was hanging out with the kids, not her. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. We had a, a big scare too with a similar circumstances. My partners, the, the family she nannies for, the dad, they thought he had COVID. And he didn't test for it. He just had symptoms. But then he got a false negative. Scary. I have some suspicions. No, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. He, he ended up not having it, and we didn't have it. So thank goodness. I did a pandemic edition questionnaire <laughs> questions, and then I have. I think we should do. And then, how basic is your quarantine? Yes. Okay. Okay. So first pandemic edition questionnaire question is: What hobby did you start in the panty that you stopped, and what hobby did you start? that actually stuck around. This is going to be a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a couple for the things that I've stopped. Okay, okay. Some are situational, like swimming <laughs> in the lake. Huh? I haven't done that. <laughs> oh. And I don't because <laughs> it's cold. <laughs> Did you mean like Michigan? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought of like a cabin lake. I don't know why. Like a tiny oh. lake. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I dug my own little yeah, lake. Here I go. <laughs> I also would say making edibles because I haven't done that in a minute. Mm, I will tell you a story later. (laughs) (laughs) Off the podcast. (laughs) What about you? What hobbies have you stopped? Oh, this is something that I try and start and stop all my life is yoga. (laughs) I get into it and move my body. I don't do that shit. I am dormant. I am just sitting constantly. (laughs) So, yeah. There was like one time where I like stuck with it and it's obviously so, it was so good. Mm-hmm. And now I can't. No. Now I'd go for a walk for a mile and I'm like, oh my God, my back. I got this all the time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't do yoga at all. I don't actually know. I, I did make bread. I did. But I've kind of stuck with that. I've, I made bread last week and it's really. Oh my God. That's a hobby you stuck with them. Yeah. For sure. It's delicious. I don't know. I haven't made bread once. I think I'm maybe a banana bread. Oh, I know. And I, I bought yeast. No, yeah. No, I didn't stock it up. I yeah. Just a normal amount of yeast. <laughs> you should try it. It's honestly really, like, nice to see your own little loaf. Plus, I would love to eat bread. Delicious. And it's vegan, so. I'll have to pick it up. I will. And I'm so, I mean, I'm so inspired by Eve Ewing. She makes it crazy. I love it. Her and Roxanne Gay, oh my god. Yeah. Amazing things. We actually stopped. Oh, this is gonna sound so bougie. Oh, <laughs> we stopped making our own meals because we got so exhausted from it. And we do every plate, which is the cheapest meal delivery option. But we kind of game the system because we just keep sending each other the free first week meals with our different emails. Every plate, don't listen. <laughs> Feeding yourself is priority in whatever way that has to. I was writing down my March goals and I wrote like feed self better. Yeah, I don't. Lunch doesn't exist for me anymore. I can't. I cannot muster, and I can't think of a lunch to make. It's exhausting. I can hardly think of a dinner. People are gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like, "Wow, I feel better about me." 
But then I'm eating dinner and I'm like, so what I've started doing, I eat so fast because I don't eat lunch that I'm starving. And I make I have to, I make the dinner and I get so tired in the process. My feet hurt, my back hurts that I shove it down my mouth. I don't even <laughs> savor it. And then I'm like, I'm still hungry. And then at 8 p.m., I binge eat <laughs> snacks. I've, I've recently discovered that a skill of mine is eating a party size <laughs> package of Oreos. Not a family size. A party size <laughs> pound of Oreos in a week. <laughs> Dude, I love that. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so put that on your resume. Yeah. I eat Oreo. <laughs> okay, yeah. What t- TikTok community did you accidentally join during the panty? I have something I have to share with you. Oh, no. I, I don't have a TikTok. I'm disappointed. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I see TikToks that make it to Twitter that people send me and people who post their TikToks on Instagram. Why don't you have one? I, it's good that you don't because it consumes my life. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> no, your fears are correct. <laughs> what have you, what TikTok communities are you in and I, should I get a I'm TikTok? in book club yeah where they give just really dope book recommendations for like you know if you're into mystery horror comedy romance like just really great ones and they do little like they explain why it's good and why you should read it and like if you like this type of genre and like subgenre so i love that um i also joined like do you know bunny the dog who talks she hits little buttons on the floor to have <gasps> that fucker, that crazy bitch. <laughs> she, she so there's this dog. She's really she's a golden doodle or a no, a sheep doodle. Kicks <laughs> little buttons and that say words. And she talks to her owner. And it's like, funny, go outside. Mm? <laughs> I just deep dive on other cats can do it, dogs can do it. And so we're really trying to train Momo. We are, we're not getting the buttons. We're not getting the bell. But we're just trying to teach him more tricks to get his uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and you guys took him outside. Yeah. We took him on a walk. <laughs> I cannot. I, like, immediately was like, should I get one of those things? <laughs> well, they're fucking expensive, actually. You can get them from Etsy, which is, like, really nice to support someone. It was really nice. We took him on a little backpack walk, and then we ha- walked him on his leash, and then we uh-huh. walked back. It was, like, a 50-minute walk, and as we stepped into our gate to our building, he shit. He shit in the in the back. <laughs> he was mouthing so much, and we were like, "We're almost home, buddy. Are you just overstimulated?" And he said, "No, mommy, I poop." <laughs> and it was it gotta go. But so we just have to figure that little <laughs> little thing out. But other than that, it was nice. Yeah, I can't wait to take him to the beach in the summer and like watch him roll in the sand. What has been your favorite place to go, given the limit to where we can travel slash be? So can you- I'd probably say the lake. Still, yeah, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. Well, I just wish I did a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like the lake. Okay. So probably the lake. What about you? Where's been a place you've enjoyed? I think I just like going to my mom's condo. <laughs> it's really nice. It's like a different place. Yeah, I just go to a different home and eat all of her food. Like, seriously. Yeah, I can't afford not so I eat all of her pistachios. Maybe Andersonville. I like walking around with a mask on. Mm-hmm. Just a, it's nice to just like look at people's houses. <laughs> so many nice houses. Yeah. I just well, sometimes I get mad because they're rich and ginger buyers and gross. But also and... other times I'm like, look at the architecture. <laughs> True. <laughs> what item on the grocery store shelf has made you laugh slash smile before? Mine is squishmallows and like the little squishables with the faces. Mm-hmm. I would have to say plants, probably. Even though I've stopped, I'm stopping, but I haven't bought plants in a while. My plants were not doing well. The last, like, you know, when it was like really cold and snowing all the time, I mm-hmm. out a couple of them. It was just too, there was enough humidity. Most of them are still running, are, are good, but. It's that wind, the winter. Yeah. I'm always at the grocery store, I'm like, <laughs> that's a good one i like stealing it's not stealing it's repurposing cuttings on the ground yeah yeah i take all of the succulent cuttings 
Also, you could literally take a pair of scissors and take a little cutting and no one would be affected at all. Home to pause. The person would pay the same amount exactly. uh, when they swipe the thing. Right. How are you going to sell plants? Exactly. Like, really, if you're not indigenous, why are you selling plants? <clears throat> I'm like staring very judgingly at the camera. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, what's one thing that you are secretly pleased that you don't have to do now that we're in the age of social distancing? I uh, don't see a lot of men, like, like purposely, like, I don't have to. And oh my God, I really am happy that I don't have to deal with train harassment, actually, because I receive a lot of it. Like, um, I say it's because of my round face and big eyes, but people love to talk to me. I'm also black, so they're just like, wow, she's warm and nice. I can open up. Yeah, and I'm just like, don't look at me, don't breathe on me. And I don't miss the winter time when you have to, like, wrap up really tight because it's cold outside, but once you get in the, onto the train, you sweat. I don't miss mm. that at all. That's probably the best one. That is a good... Or like, after it rained on the train, the smell. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, like being in your coat and you're like standing around so many other people and everyone's sweating. Mm. And you have to hold a pole that 20 billion people have touched. Oh my God. You just breathe in everyone's air. Yeah. And there's always liquid like sloshing down. Dripping down one side. Oh oh my God. Like I miss it and I don't. I know. I love the train. (laughs) So much. And I hate it. (laughs) I love the curve um, at Lawrence and Wilson around the cemetery that's so specific i miss the curve i used to hate it because it would make me late but now i miss it (laughs) and i like that because there's so many trees in the fall it's like the prettiest yeah and i like to watch squirrels like running around in there oh my god i'm gonna get emo we gotta move on (laughs) i miss it i would definitely say that i like it's it's that Oh, yeah, we'll totally hang out. Too bad it's, like, the panty. That is a great excuse for some people who I don't want in my life. I do agree. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, So the BuzzFeed quiz that I picked is we can tell if you're basic based on how many of these things you've done in quarantine. Oh, my God. There's, like, a lot. Okay. I didn't read any of them before. So do you want to pull yours up and you'll go through it? Yeah. So have you cut and or dyed your own hair? Yes. I have yes. also, I cut my hair. <laughs> not drastically. I gave myself a trim. Actually, the salons freak me out. I'm not going to do that. I think that's so COVID-y. <laughs> okay, got drunk all by yourself? No, I don't do that. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more like, it's like, Caitlin goes to bed and then like now I'm alone and I'm still drunk or get drunk. That's fair. We just got a boxed wine from Trader Joe's and I think we might. I am. a Okay. So I, that, I almost listed that as my like item of the grocery store that has made me happy because (laughs) from, I'm from Pennsylvania where like you have to sell liquor at a liquor store, like wine or whatever at a liquor store. So already I'm blown away by grocery store wine. And Trader Joe's wine has a box of wine for $13, Mm. which equals four bottles, which makes it $3.50 a box. I have not drinking any kind of wine that has not been Trader Joe's wine, like this whole pandemic. I can't afford it. Oh, you know what? I've drank, actually, I, the only people I see is family. And when I do see them, we get fucked up. Uh, (laughs) And my dad has like 10,000 wine subscriptions, but I just haven't gotten drunk alone i've just gotten drunk with my family i got drunk on my birthday <laughs> yeah we got drunk actually last weekend um because we decided to order margs from Blanco's tacos and they were really good they were in like to go like things they were really yummy i love the world these days <laughs> so had a zoom call with family friends obviously i do it with you every other week <laughs> oh, I have changed my background to something silly. I did that with, I put big time rush on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I have not because I don't know how to do that. But I also don't even know how to start recording. I don't, <laughs> I don't know the techno stuff. Oh, the next question's interesting. Have you, I don't think you have. Oh, I, I have. I feel like I have probably on like a story. Yeah. 
Because also it's like, how how could you have not at this point right. probably yeah, had a selfie? One on my story for sure, Aziz. Okay. Have you done a puzzle? I have, actually. Have you? I have not. No, Caitlin's the puzzler. Watched an obscene amount of television. Obviously. Yes, sure. Baked bread. Yeah. Well, then you faked banana bread. I have not. Banana bread. I baked any banana bread. Do, have we posted it? Gosh. Our banana bread. Yeah. I'll say probably because I can't remember. So mm-hmm. I, why would I not? Coughed and then felt paranoid. Obviously. All the fucking time. <laughs> like these. <laughs> worn the same pair of sweatpants three days in a row. Yes, mm-hmm. Indeed. Certainly. Yes, I have. And now I don't shower a lot. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Posted on social media about the importance of social distancing. I don't. I would say yeah. I have. I only have. Wow. I've definitely had probably some some graphic that I'm like, have you guys heard that is? I don't post any COVID graphics like at all. (laughs) What that? No, I mean it's also like Hmm. it's Googleable information, so I feel like it's not like. No one's graphic is safe. Add right to the pool of graphics. <laughs> I never post a graphic because I think it's really cha- like right. gonna change right. things. There are honestly, we need to stop Instagram graphic culture a little bit. There's so many. It's graphic indul- industrial complex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. It's like you can't be posting it thinking that you are that this is your work. Yeah, this is the chain. Is one about how to wash your hands. Like, holy shit. Oh my God. Okay, ordered from a delivery app, obviously. obviously. Like, who made this? I'm going to bully them. <laughs> Sent your family members a scary article. No. I have. I probably have. Yeah. Talked about the, all the plans you're going to make when this is over. Yeah, I have. Actually. Yeah. I've tried to stay away from it. Because I don't want to get my hopes up about when this is over. But I'm getting vaccinated soon. So I'm just like ready to throw ass. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one's fat phobic. Yeah, and I have not. Yeah, <laughs> it's about the quarantine 15 BS. Bummer. Stocked up on way too much toilet paper. I didn't say no. We already did that because we live with fucking three other people. So I always got it from... It was just like... Yeah. Right. I did do the hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. 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 Yep. I stocked sure. up on hand sanitizer. I will say the closing down of campus limited my toilet paper supply as I used to solely Me steal too. toilet paper from campus. <laughs> and I suggest anyone at school does this. I used to do it when I forgot to buy toilet paper. I used to just take a roll. Like... Who cares? <laughs> I used to take a roll. <laughs> I would always, and I still will, invite me back, please. Students, <laughs> give it back. Watch the Gail Godot Imagine video. No. I unfortunately did. Oh, no! <laughs> I don't like her. Isn't she a Zionist? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Free power. And then also, like... <laughs> Any celebrity content this year has just been unfortunate. Like, really? Probably any other year, but I think especially Mm -hmm. when we get to see each other's houses. There's not one celebrity that I am, like, happy for right now. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm happy, I guess, for, like, Eve Ewing, you know? Yeah, but there are a lot of people that I feel like I admire are also not as, like, obsessed with the celebrity culture or, like... Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Britney Spears. I will say that. And I watched her documentary. So, yeah. I don't want to, but I also don't want to add to the free Britney culture because there's some critique about that. Like, we don't need that um hashtag. <laughs> well, we do. No, you know what? I'm not going to go into this. <laughs> I have opinions. That's all. Complaining about how dry your hands are from all the hand washing. I did that yesterday, actually. Yeah. Uh, cited something Dr. Fauci said in a conversation. Uh, I have not <laughs> cited this man because no, I, I don't think I've heard him speak directly. I. I've heard someone talk about him, and that's <laughs> watch Tiger King on Netflix. Did you- I didn't mean yeah. <laughs> this is for us. I don't think it's gonna be basic. Do you think I have? Basic? 
eaten beans yeah. and I have eaten pasta. I, I have as well. Refried beans actually like sustained me for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Had weird things for meals because you were too. Li- I, I do that without a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Taught a grandparent or older relative how to FaceTime. Didn't you? I didn't teach them how to FaceTime. I mean, my parents just have never known how to do mm. technology, but they can FaceTime. Mm. Um, although one time my dad couldn't didn't know how to turn up the volume while we were FaceTiming, so he just I just saw his ear. The whole time. <laughs> but also, and I don't have living grandparents, but my dad was born in the '40s, so I feel like that. Counts. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, older parents unite because I have old parents too. I don't like people who have young parents. Actually, <laughs> I'm like I don't. I just don't relate or understand. The amount of times in my life that I have taught my mom how to use our we is like. <laughs> incalculable it is up in the fucking like she and she still doesn't right it's like every time like yeah she would call me and she'd be like so how do you use the we again and be like mom i can't i can't do this for you every time when i was in college (laughs) oh but we upgraded you know (laughs) okay washed a lot of dishes obviously (laughs) been annoyed by how many extra dishes you're washing Uh yes I have not used the stay at home sticker and and I don't story. think so either. I have not worried about the stock market. Neither have I, actually. I didn't understand what was happening. No matter how many times I listen to folks explain the stock market, I will not understand it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. It's it's simply not something I would worry about. Mm-mm. What is a who made what? <laughs> <laughs> it just and do other countries have stock markets is is there one stock market right what is wall street of europe i'm confused <laughs> i think it's a valid question are you googling it okay it does seem that there are other stock markets okay what fuck the u.s of a <laughs> yeah who, who cares about this? It's all men. <laughs> it's all white men clicking buttons and talking on the phone. And white women <laughs> supporting those men. Right, exactly. <laughs> I do think of the Wolf of Wall Street when I <laughs> That is my only frame of reference, I think. The world's favorite scam. It's theatrics. It's foolery. It is the theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the theater of the privileged. You're all actors. <laughs> In your little, in your little suit, with your little numbers, with your little calculator, in your little tiny community. <laughs> Stupid. So our worries shall not be wasted on the market yeah. of stocks. On the stock <laughs> Yeah, that question's offensive. Also, we're gay. Gays don't worry about the stock market. No. Is name one gay person <laughs> in the stock market. I really don't understand. <laughs> That's it. That's all we have to say. Went an entire day without leaving the house once. Every single day. Obviously. I don't leave for many days at a time. Ended a phone call with bye, wash your hands. I don't think so. No. I don't do phone calls. I do FaceTimes. And... I also am embarrassed by how much hand-washing education we had to give. Which not, I mean, whatever. But it's just like, what is our... There's a reason why I don't shake hands with a man. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why I don't talk to men. <laughs> there are reasons. <laughs> Promised yourself you would use this time to read more books. I will say that I did. But I did, and yeah. And then the next one is haven't actually read it. But yeah. we have. Or at least like we I'm satisfied. Read. I don't need to be I don't have right. some goal that is Attempted to DIY your own mask. I have not done that. I haven't either. I wanted to, like, in the beginning, I was, like, saving all these, like, patterns, Mm -hmm. but I have not. Never did it. Made a TikTok. I have. I have not. I've both made an account and videos. Follow me at Cynthia Died for Our Sins. It's a reference from, um, oh, my God, what's the name of that movie? Oh, my God. Cynthia... Cynthia. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Died for our Cynthia's. 
Julia Roberts. You've never, oh, wait, what is it? Oh my God, with Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill. Oh, is it oh my God. the Jump Street? Jump, that one? Yeah, 20, 21 Jump Street. 21 Jump Street. I don't remember <laughs> that. I've seen that, but I don't remember. It's the second one. There's a scene where he's like, he's like, Julia Roberts. Julia Rob hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah. He's doing like <laughs> spoken word. I can't wait for people to listen to that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I I should get a TikTok so I can follow you and I can see your Yes, please. Okay. It's all about Momo. I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. What else did I want? Joked about how happy your dog slash cat must be now that you're home all the time. Well, I have, but that's true because Tootsie has anxiety and right. Caitlin used to live alone. And so it used to, like, she used to be home alone, like all the time. And now she does not stress poop on beds or pee. Yay. She's thriving. I didn't see the last question and it is so awful. Any of you who do this, stop it right now. Yes. The last one is compared quarantine to prison, even though it's nothing like prison. Comparing anything to prison that is not yeah. prison and lived experience of people. Especially celebrities. This is for you, Ellen. At your bitch, Ellen. <laughs> yeah, bitch ass Ellen. <laughs> I saw something funny. It was like someone person was a lesbian and they're like my family knows i'm gay so they like got her like a, an ellen t-shirt and ellen mom just like all this ellen. oh i saw that <laughs> <laughs> like, that is such a bummer my parents didn't give me anything <laughs> when i came out god mom dad my mom when i came out didn't super buy it but like i was 13 so she sort of thought it would be you were 13 I when I came out I said how did you not know and my dad was like well you only dated men and I was like but I was in theater <laughs> all of us were just insanely queer <laughs> I also did sword combat <laughs> um I was a Doctor Who fan um a Sherlock fan I made my own clothes um <laughs> I made my own comic books and aside from this, I was kissing girls. <laughs> so confusion. Yeah, I was the president of my gay club in high school, and I was, and I was just like, I'm gonna lie. How did I not know that about you? You were the president in my senior year. I really love that for you. Yeah, the gay story. And lines. then I didn't come out to my dad until I told him I was dating Caitlin, and he yeah, still calls her my friend. So that rocks. It's fine. He's not mad about it or peeved and he just right. can't remember her name <laughs> i mean my dad doesn't know any of my friends names right. friends i've been friends with for 10 years he says who's that girl right. who's that? and i go yeah that's the one who has known me since i was 12 don't worry about it who's been more times than probably <laughs> <laughs> we love friends <laughs> okay give us our results show me it Okay, what did you get? <laughs> Extremely basic. I got 95%, even though I have 23 out of 41 on the list. So that's 50%. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Is that, is that the same one you got? Yeah, I got extremely basic, and I got 93%. You can eat it, BuzzFeed. <laughs> well, BuzzFeed's canceled. Well, it has been. <laughs> Well, we're wrapping up our episode. Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias. They might change soon, but our Twitter is Anthro in 2020. Yes, yes, please follow. Our Instagram is Anthro in 2020 podcast. Mm-hmm. Please do follow. Um, and you can email us at ant in the time of the apocalypse at gmail.com if you want to be on our show. Rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or share with us and tag us Hell so that yeah. we can share what you think about the pod. You can yeah. also uh, support the pod by supporting our Anchor Monthly, and you can choose how much you want to um, contribute monthly. Yeah, support us. We're, we don't have money. Doing this all on our own. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, 
Literally. And there's other ways to support us. You can buy my, the things that I make from my shop. It's called Your Still Flower Shop on Instagram and Etsy. And I sell lots of earrings and bags and keychains. I sell lots of stuff. I'm about to sell even more stuff. So yeah. And with all small independent people take your goddamn time and be patient when you order from a small business especially when business is not everyone's only thing going on Mm -hmm, that goes mm -hmm. for everyone don't don't message me asking where your item is don't do it because it guess where it isn't in your hands guess where it is in mine (laughs) i can fart on it i don't do that oh my god but yeah, and stay safe out there in the apocalypse. Happy anniversary, everyone. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.